Dr. Ross Jennings is a member of Breast Cancer Trials and is a medical oncologist at the Epworth Hospital in Melbourne. He's been involved in the conduct of a number of trials, including the TEX clinical trial, which produced practice-changing results in the treatment of young women with breast cancer. But with the rise of COVID-19 in our community, Dr. Jennings is now one of 4,000 health professionals in Australia who are participating in the BRACE clinical trial. This study aims to test the BCG vaccine, which was developed to prevent tuberculosis and is commonly used as a treatment for people with bladder cancer, to see if it can provide an immune system boost to protect people from COVID-19 symptoms. We asked Dr Jennings how this Australian trial was developed and what's involved for health workers. So that's a trial that's been set up at a number of sites um, uh, to which was sort of a trial that was fairly um, rapidly developed um, because there was limited time with the coronavirus outbreak to come up with novel ideas of what might be able to um, minimise the risk of infection from coronavirus. And uh, that trial was set up at um, Epworth Hospital, where I work, um, to coincide with the, um, the launching of the flu vaccine for the season. So um, healthcare workers were offered the option of participating in the BRACE, BRACE trial as well as having their annual flu vaccine with a, a randomization to get BCG, so the tuberculosis vaccine um, or not, or a placebo, um, to determine whether the BCG vaccine can stimulate the immune system to not only prevent people developing tuberculosis, but also by stimulating the immune system to minimise the, or reduce the chance of infection or symptomatic infection from coronavirus. So why the BCG vaccine? Why, why is that being tipped as a potential? Um, well, it has been noted that, you know, in countries where BCG vaccine is still used routinely, that um, uh, children and adults that are in, uh, injected with BCG seem to have a lower incidence of other viral infections. So it does seem to not only prevent um, or reduce the incidence of developing tuberculosis, but it um, somehow does stimulate the immune system to, to minimise the seriousness or the development of other um, viral illnesses. So it's hypothesised that it may be able to um, reduce the chance of being infected with coronavirus. So has this only been offered to health professionals to participate in this trial, given that they're at the front line? Yeah, so because healthcare workers are at um, higher risk of contracting COVID-19, um, that's the reason it's been offered to, to healthcare workers rather than the general population. But it's still a large trial. I think they're looking at about 4,000 participants all up. Yeah. So why did you want to be involved? Well, I think clinical trials are really the only way of addressing um, questions in, uh, in medicine of you know, what is the best treatment, how can we improve outcomes. So I'm very familiar with cancer clinical trials and the work that BCT does in terms of improving outcomes for people with breast cancer. And so I know that, well, the only way to, to get an answer of, well, does BCG reduce the incidence of COVID-19 or not, is a large clinical randomised trial to, to address that question. What's involved then in participating? How long will you be involved? Um, so well, it involves having the uh, vaccination. So that's a quick, simple injection. Um, then there's ongoing um, on, on, on an app symptom checking um, checklist. So every week, just sort of checking in, have you had any you know, symptoms that could potentially be related to coronavirus? Um, and that's an ongoing um, follow-up to, uh, to see how things go. So has this given you a new insight? I guess as someone who's very used to conducting clinical trials, such as text, on sitting on the other side of the table, so to speak. I guess it's a 
it is a very different sort of clinical trial to, um, to a lot of the cancer clinical trials that I've been involved in. And I guess the other thing that's, you know, thankfully Australia hasn't ended up in the same situation that, that other parts of the world have. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see whether there is, I mean, one of the issues potentially is if there's only a very low incidence of COVID-19 in Australia, hopefully, um, then there may not be enough uh, actual cases to be able to answer the question within Australia, but I believe there are similar trials being done in other parts of the world. Now, I guess interesting being on the other side of um, the receiving end <laughs> of, a, of, a, of a trial treatment and a randomization process. That sort of, uh, I guess, you know, particularly for uh, often patients in, who are being randomized for cancer trials um, may well be thinking beforehand, I hope I get the new treatment or, or I, sometimes I hope I don't get the new treatment. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and similarly, other colleagues or other people I've spoken to who've been involved with the BRACE trial, um, you know, some were keen to get BCG and hope it had helped and Others thought I'd rather not have it because uh, you, know, you can end up with a bit of a sore arm. And uh, <laughs> There's also the, the interesting possibility of so much research happening around the world that it may actually influence um, other areas of care as well. Yes, and that's, well, I guess that's the thing with any clinical trial too, is we really don't know what the outcome is going to be. Is it going to help? Is it not going to make any difference? With many trials, a lot of uh, resources and time and money are put into, um, into a new treatment and you know, sometimes they do hit the the silver bullet and sometimes they completely miss the mark and aren't useful treatments but again without a randomized trial we'll never know. So I guess what is your hope? Well uh, you know at the moment we there really aren't particularly good effective treatments for, for COVID-19 and we've seen overseas how devastating it's been with a high mortality rate particularly for patients who also have cancer and then contract COVID-19 so it's going to be very important to identify ways to um, either minimize the, the, the transmission, minimize the uh, chance of infection um, or reduce the seriousness of the infection um, and that's you know what hopefully a, a vaccine may be able to result in uh, you know, until there is a vaccine I, I think there's going to be very little in the way of you know, international travel or you know ongoing restrictions in terms of being able to even you know, visit family or friends locally so um, it's certainly changed the whole world over the last six months and uh, hopefully we can look towards improvements in the future. That was Dr Ross Jennings, a medical oncologist and member of Breast Cancer Trials. To find out more about Breast Cancer Trials, our open clinical trials, or how you can support our vital research, visit breastcancertrials.org.au. To keep updated on our research and all of our activities, make sure you subscribe to the Breast Cancer Trials podcast and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn or Instagram.